I am determination. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the I Am Podcast, where your voice matters. Today's guest's motto is, if at first you don't succeed, get your hustle up, keep grinding, and try it some more. Guys and gals, give some love to Dana Jones. Good morning. Uh, my name is Dana Jones. I'm currently a professional basketball player, skills trainer, uh, strength and conditioning coach. Um, I kind of got my hands in a little bit of anything sports, pretty much. Um, first, I want to thank Laquita for even concerning me to share my story for the podcast. Um, but what I wanted to share with y'all today is my story and uh, everything I went through, going through high school ball, college ball, making it to the pros, um, staying in the pros, uh, to the pros, in between jobs, all that. Um, one thing that I try to, you know, live by um, is is being um, persistent and just persevering um, through everything. So my story, I, I kind of, I've had to persevere through a lot. Um, I. I I grew up, I've been playing basketball since I can remember. I started when I was about four years old, kind of had no choice. My dad played pro ball, college ball. Um, my siblings played sports, my family. I mean, I just come from sports. It was just pretty much, I was born right into it. Um, but I've always been very, very competitive. I always knew that I wanted to, you know, be good at it and, and play college. I think probably about elementary, fifth or sixth grade, I started realizing like, oh shoot, I, I want to do this for real. Like I want to play, I want to play in college. And then I got to college and I was like, oh, you know, I, I might have a chance. You know, I got a legit chance at playing pro. Um, but it's not as easy as all that sounds. I went through a lot of obstacles. Um, one thing that I want to tell younger athletes and girls coming up behind me is that it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be like what you see on TV. It's not going to be all, um, you know, all good days, all easy days. It's not going to be just, oh, we're just flying and traveling and playing at these big schools and we're getting all this gear and all that. No, it's not going to be like that. College is college hit me in the face pretty, pretty hard. Um, I'll be honest. I'll say that because I had this expectation that it was just going to be, you know, sweet almost. You know, I mean, I know I had to work hard. I know all that, but it was just a lot of um, just the mental part of it more so than the physical part because I've always been pretty, I guess, you know, pretty conditioned and in a good shape. So the actual physical part isn't what kind of pushed me to my limit. It was the mental. Um, I'll, you're going to have coaches who try to push you. You're going to have coaches who try to break you down. You're going to have coaches who literally may try to even get you to quit the team. They may Every every coach isn't going to be Gino, R.E.M. Every coach isn't going to be somebody you knew from growing up and they know your parents and they're going to be nice to you and not know. Basketball, especially at the college level, it's, it's business. You got to come in there, you got to work. And if you're not producing and if you're not... Uh, Handling your, your your part of the deal, you know, getting in the gym, you know, putting up shots, putting in the work. And, you know, coaches, they have every right to, you know, get a next girl a chance or recruit over you or whatever. But anyway, I get to college and I'm playing. It's good. You know, my freshman year, we, we didn't have a very, very good team. Uh, I played at East Carolina, but we had a, you know, a new team. We're all cool, working and learning a lot, whatever. Cool. I got a lot of playing time. Next year come... Uh, I didn't get as much playing time, but you know, we're still rolling, whatever. So then after that season, 
I run into an obstacle, me and the coach, you know, we don't see eye to eye, so boom, we decide we want to transfer. So now I'm like, dang, I really, I really don't want to transfer. I don't want to leave my friends that I made up here. I don't want to go back home. Like, that was the last thing on my list, me going back home. That made me just feel like, you know, a failure. So, um... I'm like, whatever, like, how can I figure, how can I make this a positive situation? So I, I get out, and I'm, you know, I'm trying to looking on the, you know, the coaches and reaching out to them. And I, I got my name out there. I'm transferring. Boom. I get another offer. I go to Texas Southern and I play and I'm like, all right, cool. This will be, you know, I, get to, I got some family out there. I can be close to my family. It's Houston, Texas. Uh, I mean, you know, whatever. I'm just going into, I'm excited. Just loving it. But I had a red shirt. So that's where I say the mental part came into it because it's hard to be on a team and you can't do anything with them but the hard stuff. You know, you can you can, you can train, you can go to practice and all that, but when they go out of town and travel all these cool places or do whatever, you can't go. Um, but what I would do is I would get in the gym while they were gone. I would work out. I would go visit my family. I would catch up on my studies. Um that year helped me, even though I wasn't traveling, I was able to really get a jump on my on my on my class in the classroom. So yeah, what I did was I used that year to just, you know, get stay on track and not fall off and I wanted to get ready. I was trying to get stronger, faster, work on my skills, but it was hard. Come back next year, all right, it's my time to play. I'm thinking like, boom, this is my year, I'm gonna be ready. I'm in red shirt and everybody know I'm coming. Again, I run into just me and coach, the coach didn't see eye to eye, and um, I wasn't getting as much playing time as I felt like I should have. Um, I'm not blaming myself. I'm not blaming the coach. I'm not. It just didn't work out like that for me. It didn't work out like that for everybody. You, everybody not gonna go to to the school and be the star. Everybody not gonna go to the school and the team revolve around you. It's just not like that. But I still did my part. You know, I still. Practice hard. I still got up shots with my teammates. I still whatever. I tried. You know, it was hard. Some days I wanted to quit. You know, I remember texting my brother. Uh, he lived in Houston when I was out there. I remember texting him one day and just being like, man, you know, I'm just, today was the day. Like, I'm tired. I'm done. You know, I'm whatever. It's my last year. Um, I was in a situation where, like, if I wanted to not play ball anymore after that year, I kind of could have because I was going to be done with my degree. But I didn't stop there. You know, I kept pushing. I kept persevering because I wanted to play ball. That was all I could think about. That's all I dreamed about. I could have got a job. I had a business degree or something like that. But I didn't want to give up my Nikes to go, you know, sit in an office and work a job or nine to five or whatever. No knock to anybody who does that, but that just wasn't for me. So kept pushing, kept pushing. Coach told me, you know, even though I had another year of eligibility, she was like, not going to renew your scholarship for next year. So I'm like, cool, whatever. I was like, just crushed. But I ain't let her see that. Um, but it, it really, it was really hard for me. That was a hard trying time for me. Um, I had a year of eligibility left. I was in Texas. I had no clue what I want, like where I could go after that. It's not easy to transfer when you only got one year left. Like a lot of coaches not really, you know, big on that. But anyway, I kept praying, I kept working. And I get, you know, I got an opportunity to go to Grand Canyon University after that and play my fifth year eligibility. And I also got the chance to get my master's degree paid for. Um, all of that turned out to be a blessing in disguise. When I had to transfer the first time, I was like, this is just not what I had in the plans. You know, it's going to send me back. I don't want to do this, blah, blah, blah. But I was able to turn that into 
getting another degree paid for for free because I had more time. It bought me some more time. And uh, my coaches in the school um, at Grand Canyon luckily were willing to pay for my degree um, all the way through, even though it was for two years and I had only one year of eligibility left to play. So that was a, a huge blessing. Um, I mean, I can't, I, I, that was, that was just huge. I don't think, I don't think that, uh, I wasn't expecting that at all, but it turned out to work out in my favor, even though I was so hurt by having to transfer the first time and the second time, um, because I didn't transfer. I didn't want to transfer. I didn't want to leave either of the schools that I left, but I ended up going to Grand Canyon. Uh, not only did I get to go to school for free and get a master's degree, but they, I was playing. My coaches believed in me. Um, we had a great season. I was able to put up, um, good enough stats to where I had a chance to play professionally, even in that one season. I knew I was like, okay, I got, a, I only got a little bit of time, but I can make it happen still. You know, I had a coach on my staff who had played professionally before and she was telling me like, if there's something you want, you got to do it, but you just got a little bit of time. So I had to buckle down. Um, all I did was work out. I was in grad school, but all my classes were online. So all my free time, I was in the gym. I was at practice. I was working out after practice. I was lifting. I was doing extra workouts with my coaches because I didn't have a lot of time. And I knew I wanted to play professional ball. And that's just what it, that's just what it was. I wasn't going to settle for anything less than that. So keep playing. I keep playing whatever. I uh, finish the season. I get a chance to go play in Finland. And it was, it was it was awesome. Whatever. It was a big deal. You know, everybody was happy for me. I'm packing up. Had a little going away party. All that. I get to Finland and I play. I don't, I don't know how long it was. I think I was there maybe two months or I don't know. Something around that. Um, two, three months, something like that. And then boom, they send me home. And I'm like, what in the world? Like, Overseas ball is even more cutthroat than college ball because they, I, they, they'll cut you like, like it's nothing. Like, and I'm like, dang, like another setback. There's another obstacle, another wrench that I didn't plan on, you know. So I'm like hurt by. I come back home, which is something again I didn't want to do. I start training. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna give it another shot. Training and training, and I just, you know, um, I stopped playing for about two years. And then uh, I started training again. I was like, I can't let it go. I can't let it go. I just kept trying, kept trying. I was like, I, I want to play. Like, I know I, I know physically I can still play. Like, I'm still in shape. I can still run up and down the court and give, you know, quality minutes, get buckets, all that good stuff. So in my mind, as long as I'm thinking that, I'm like, whatever. So get with a trainer, working out, working out, boom, another obstacle. I, I wake up one morning and um, I had to have this emergency surgery on my eye. So like now I got a detached retina, um, I can't see. I'm having surgery, so that set me back another. I mean, after healing and treatments and coming back and getting my vision tested and doing all that crazy stuff and just checking in and waiting to see how it was going and it was just it was a lot. That took me almost a year to really get back on my feet. Um, I would get like headaches and all this kind of stuff when I would try to work out. And it was, I mean, it was just a lot, a lot of, a bunch of stuff that was slowing me down. But, um, like I said, I was just, I was just real persistent. I was persevering. I really wanted to play. So I kept pushing. I kept pushing. 
I gave it another try after that, after I felt like, you know, I, can, I'm, I feel comfortable now when I work out a little bit. So I tried and I up my, you know, up my intensity. I got with my trainer again. I'm in the gym. I'm working now. I get a call. I'm like, boom, all right. Like, you want to you wanna go play in Australia? You know, one of my friends, he had a connect over there. He was like, they're looking for a girl. You want somebody to come play? So I'm like, cool. You know, Australia, I look it up. It's a cool place. Go over there. Um, and I give it a shot, you know, I'm balling, I'm playing, and it's good, and it's crazy because, you know, after the eye surgery, the doctor told me, you know, it's probably not, like, if, you, if you're going to play ball, it's, it's, it's really not safe, you know, if you can't get poked in the eye or get swiped or anything, like, it's, you, I could probably go blind, like, just like that, because I have, a, you know, the condition that I have or whatever, but I gave it a shot anyway because they told me that when I was in elementary. They told my mom when I was in, like, fifth or sixth grade or something like that. Like, she probably shouldn't play basketball unless she wears goggles. But I wasn't fooling with the goggles. I tried, didn't work. Still didn't let that stop me. I still got shape, kept playing, got my shot. I would still be playing today if it wasn't for the coronavirus. Um, but my point is, if it's something that you want to do, if that's your goal, if that's your dream, whether it's sports or not, um, but... Obviously, we're talking about sports here, but it, don't let a coach tell you that, you know, you're not good enough or you may or you're not this. And he may, you just may not fit their system or you just may not fit them or whatever the case may be. Keep trying. Keep working. Keep putting in the work. Keep putting in the time and the hours in the gym, you know. Um, do whatever it is you got to do. If that means you got to, you know, go to a school that's, 10 hours away from home or six hours away from home, then that's just where you got to go. I had opportunities to play ball close to home, but I, I wanted to, you know, get out a little bit. But if playing home is where you want to play, then that's fine. That's your dream. Just go for it. Don't quit. Don't let nobody tell you that you can't do it. If that's something that you wake up every day and you think about and it's on your mind before you go to bed at night and it's something you just can't let go Give it a try. Keep trying. Keep praying. Keep working. Um, man, don't don't give up, man, because it, nobody has to live with that decision but you. I could have gave up ball three years ago and, and just let it, you know, let it be. But I'm telling you, the little bit of time that I did give it up, I couldn't stop thinking about it. Like, I love basketball so much. I love playing. I love coaching. I love watching. I love being around it. I love it. So I was like, I have to get myself back in shape back ready back to play and that's what I did it's hard you know but if it was hard I mean if it wasn't hard everybody would do it you know so nothing easy is 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 going to last long anyway so <laughs> nothing worth having is, is going to be easy so if you got a dream keep pushing forward you know persevere through all those obstacles no matter what it is you might lose a job you might get sick you might have a death in the family you might have you know anything can happen but you know we all deal with a lot of stuff but don't let your dreams die man because that's where it defines you that's what you that's what people gonna remember you by they gonna know that you kept pushing kept fighting and you reached your goals and you're gonna inspire somebody else to do the same thing and i hope that i can help somebody achieve their goals from you know from listening to this or uh you know reading about me or keeping up with my story um, because I've, I've been through a whole lot, but I've also accomplished a whole lot. And um, I, that, that's just, I mean, that's something that I'm proud of. And I want everybody, every young female athlete, 
you know, um, coming up after me to know that you can do anything that it is that you want to do as long as you persevere, as long as you keep pushing, as long as you keep trying, keep praying, keep working, it'll happen for you. Um, like I said, I'm Dana Jones. I hope that this message um, reaches somebody that, that needs and somebody that it'll help. Um, and y'all, you know, stay safe. God bless. Thanks for tuning in to the I Am Podcast, brought to you by Extreme Heat Sports and Fat Bars Records and Multimedia. We'll be back soon with another inspiring story from the voices of today. See you soon.